Welcome to Ecclesia Love, spiritual encouragement through sharing our neighbors' faith experiences. We hold stories next to each other and see what unfolds. We honor different traditions, opinions, and reverence for the topics we share. Through Ecclesia Love, we listen to understand and develop our own point of view. In this partnership with the divine and with one another, we are community, alive and vital in the world. Well, we're finally having a conversation. We're finally getting yes. going. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time coming. It has. I'm Hannah Fitch, and I'm a, a pastor in the Christian Church Disciples of Christ. I'm extremely excited about spirituality and how culture is um, is doing spirituality, and not just Christian in the Christian tradition, but a, way beyond that. And so, I have I have questions about how the church is the church and why and for for what purpose and I I am um, I, I continue to think about where where we're going and why <laughs> so um this is a great space for me to to ask some of those questions and to pull conversations together and of course with you <laughs> well, I'm glad you feel that way. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you want to do that with me. Um, yeah. And and to introduce myself, I'm Michelle yeah. Peach, and I'm the founder of Ecclesia Global. Um, I, uh, you know, I felt called to do something radically different. And um, I feel that we are in America, we are, um, we, we've somehow gotten ourselves pigeonholed into both our understanding and our practices around faith. And I think um, it has been unhealthy. And I think the numbers show it. I, I don't quote me on this, but there was an article that quoted Pew Research a couple of years ago that at that time, some 48% of Americans were unaffiliated with any religious institution in the United States. Now, some of those are people that have just wandered away from church, perhaps, and just don't go anywhere. They don't ha- hold membership anywhere. And others uh, would fall into the nuns in, in, in terms of those that are maybe agnostic and atheist. And um, so it's a, it's a whole community of people, 48% of people that are isolated. And um, we are, I believe, spiritual beings. And as such, we need to um, better understand what a community of spiritual beings looks like and should look like. And, um, and so for me, this call to, to um, begin this journey that is Ecclesia Global and, and continues to evolve has really been spearheaded by those who have been in isolation around faith. They've just been out on their own. Uh, I don't know how lonely they all felt per se. They just were living their lives and, uh, but they didn't have a community. You know, the other thing is um, there are people that don't know that they are isolated on their faith journey. Um, They don't know it really until they come into community and then they recognize that it's almost hindsight. They go, oh, I had no idea that I was lonely in this. Um, And so anyone listening to this may not recognize perhaps that, um, that 
there's something lacking. Um, but I would like to focus more that there is always opportunity. There's opportunity for growth, for community, um, and really for openness, allowing the spirit to, to uh, move in each of us in its own way. I love hearing each other's stories. And the more we tell, the more we hear, um, the more open we are in sharing, um, we really can inspire other people and remind them that they are not alone. At the end of the day, we are all here together. Um, and one of the things that came up this morning as I was thinking about this podcast was my call to do this thing, this new thing. And um, it was a nudge. And so I, but I know other people have felt nudges. They feel like something's motivating, motivating them or spurring them in some way to, to do something. And they can't really put their finger on it. They don't know where that's coming from. Um, but those nudges, I think a lot of people get those, but they don't realize they don't say anything to anyone else. The next thing you know, that it's either they're not acting on it because they don't feel encouraged to do so, or um, it's just nice to hear that I'm not alone in this. Other people get this from time to time and it's okay. I'm not losing my mind or anything, mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think, um, you know, nudging of the spirit, whatever you want to call it, I think that could be an interesting conversation. I really felt called to do something for that body of people. I had a bunch of friends in the Greenville and Spartanburg, South Carolina areas that uh, were definitely fit that bill. And I gathered them together one day by a lake and said, uh, I'm here hopefully for you to listen to the spirit and for me to listen to you. And I said, if you were to totally reimagine the concept of church, what would that look like for you? And that was the beginning of times of coming together as a community and figuring out, you know, what, what is the need there um, here in the United States? Certainly, um, we have a lot of people that have lived in other countries that are part of Ecclesia Global. Um, some that um, are very fresh to that and others that have been in the United States a very long time, but still coming from a completely different culture, a, a culture that uh, was much more pluralistic when it comes to religions. And um, they were in a minority religion at that time. And so uh, they have a whole different perspective on our neighbor and loving our neighbor. And it's just been a beautiful learning experience for me personally. Um, and I think just getting everybody together to realize that we are all on our own path to God and it's okay to just walk alongside each other, wherever we are on that path. So we've spent some time thinking about how we want to be in conversation and what that might do for the spiritual journey. Um, so it's, it might be nice to share some of that, some of that conversation that we've had together, because I sure would love listeners that might find us, however they find us to know 
um, where we're coming from as as holders of this space. So, what would you like? What would you like listeners to know about what we're doing together? Gosh, I you know where to begin on that because I want them to know so many awesome things that have. Um, come my way, certainly. And I know for other people in Ecclesia, um, on this journey, it's been a real evolution. Um, but I think what I would want people to know first and foremost is that it is possible to have very open, authentic conversations about faith. Um, just getting together and talking about God doesn't necessarily mean that we're preaching at each other or even to ourselves, you know, it literally, it is possible to just be, uh, you know, talking to the universe. (laughs) It is possible to just be in this, this space of, um, just love and acceptance that allows us to speak out loud the questions that we still have, or, um, to, to, uh, know that we're not alone in, um, the questions that we might have or, um, our understandings of something that come from our inherited faith. You know, we, we all come from a place of inherited faith, right? So, uh, particularly in the United States, I would say most people were either raised in some form of religion or they were raised in an intentional open home that said, go figure it out on your own. <laughs> and so, uh, but there, that, that too is an inherited faith, right? We have our own beliefs and understanding and our, our, um, our relationship with faith. Um, it may look vastly different and usually does to each person, but that this is this awesome space where we can go and explore that and really learn from each other's faith stories um, and, and perhaps find a better way for ourselves, um, but to inform ourselves. And I think that for me is important for people to know. Yeah. And you know, that's so nice to hear because I, I think that so much of, you know, preconceptions play such a huge role in how we are willing to engage with one another's belief systems. And, you know, you think about, I just said, okay, Hey, I'm a pastor, which I am. (laughs) And Hey, I'm a Christian pastor. Suddenly, like if you don't have the same kind of, um, stories that I have, then that might, that might be a problem for, for, for you, who, who knows, but what, what Christianity, when you have the, when you think of Christianity as this institution, you think of the form that it's taken and the way that it's, that it's set up on Sunday morning is that you, you walk in to receive, to worship, to praise. Um, but unlike what you said, there isn't that space to, to question and really participate in the content. And I think that what what Ecclesia does as a model is it, it, it makes that one directional, well, really two directional, the chancel faces you and that you as the sinner, <laughs> as the worshiper <laughs> faces the chancel, it transforms that space into a circle. Um, and I really love this. Uh, I, I did a, I, I studied um, theater before, before going to grad school for uh, going to seminary to be a pastor. And um, 
one of the forms of theater is called theater in the round. Oh yeah. And, and you, yeah, we all can, you know, you come in and there's chairs all around the edges of the space and the, the activity happens in the middle of that space, but you feel, you know, if there's a restaurant scene, you feel like you're sitting in that restaurant right. and that transforms how you experience that story. Um, and it would be interesting to, to, to think about that a little bit more, but there was someone who, whose, whose name is Letty Russell. Um, and she wrote a book called church in the round church in the round. And she goes through this whole, and I don't want to get too intellectual, but, um, she goes through this whole thing where we need to be making circles as communities of faith. Mm -hmm. And the way that you do that well with the welcome mindset is you always pretend, or you always prepare that there's an extra seat that needs to be, that's ready to be filled. Um, and I just get that sense from what we're doing. Um, and, the way that you talk about it, it's not about rejecting and accepting. It's about sharing. Um, right. And I think that that's one of the ways that we get, that's, it's a really cool place to be right now. We're holding space for the sharing and the circling. And the that's right. And we do, we do circles in Ecclesia. Um, and there are other faith communities that also do small group gatherings. Um, I think there is an important role for the small group. Um, for each person, because it, that in itself is an environment that allows us to be, um, to feel more safe um, in, in vulnerability. It allows us to listen better um, if we don't have too many people in the space. And we all can have an opportunity to share as we feel motivated. Um, and Granted, that's why, you know, Ecclesia intentionally keeps circles small, you know, eight to 12 people is ideal, 15 pushing it, but, you know, having a conversation about God uh, can really only happen if everyone feels like they are part of the conversation. So we intentionally keep those circles small and finding a circle near you that, um, that, can allow you to have a space like that is really important. And so that's part of what we do. Um, something you said earlier about the, the theater in the round and the church oh, yeah. in the round, you know, I think that's the same way. I mean, that's one reason why big churches say we'll have um, people find a small group to get into. Um, because even if their sanctuary is not designed that way, um, and even if it is designed that way, it's still too big to be fully, you may feel fully immersed in the worship experience in a sanctuary in the round, but, but yeah. you're not part of a conversation. It's still, uh, kind of a one directional relationship in a worship setting like that. And so, um, it's why so many faith groups do try to get people connected into a small group. And, and for Ecclesia, that is important. It's not about conversion in Ecclesia. Um, I think when, when people hear you're a pastor or hear I'm a Christian, they automatically go to what they know, um, good or bad. And so we try to think of, you know, we try to relate to what we know. Ecclesia is not about conversion say like, um, to a religion or a theology right. or, right. um, to fit in, in any way at any kind of circle. Right. 
Ecclesia is a, about connection. Mm-hmm. Ecclesia is about um, unity, not uniformity. Um, the the faith of my um, my inherited faith. Um, I am a preacher's kid out of the tradition of the Christian Church Disciples of Christ, and unity, not uniformity, is something that we say uh, in terms of how we communicate our identity. Um, and, and I think for Ecclesia that that is certainly true as well. Do we need to say a little bit about Ecclesia, the word? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's talk about Ecclesia. Um, as my understanding, my unofficial, uh, uneducated understanding of ecclesia. Uh, it's a Greek word. Um, originally, originally, I believe it was a term for a governmental body in Greece, but through time and as Christianity spread into Greece, uh, it became a theological term that in some ways uh, has been substituted for the word church, but that's not even correct either. Uh, My understanding is that it's just simply a group of faithful people. And uh, some would even recognize it as uh, that group of faithful people being the set apart ones. Um, I read an interesting article recently, and I wish I could remember who wrote the article, but the, the, phrase was that the set apart ones was more cast out ones uh, that you, you stop and think about the disciples of Jesus um, and those followers, the, the body of people that literally, you know, it was like the groupies, right? That yeah, yeah. <laughs> would follow him and the, the disciples around. Um, and this, you had this whole group of people that in some ways were outcasts from their own tradition um, because not that they were breaking their religious laws because they probably weren't um, because obviously we know Jesus was here to fulfill the law, not to replace the law. And yet these folks were probably misunderstood. And we know in the United States, a lot of people who believe in God, who consider themselves spiritual, maybe less religious, feel misunderstood. Um, They are on the fringes of our society. And there's always a different group uh, through time, you know, but um, an ecclesia uh, originally was a group of faithful people that were just trying to live, um, you know, live a a good life and a faithful life to God. Um, It was interesting as I started talking about this new thing that perhaps God was creating, certainly in me um, and, and the desire to answer this call, I was constantly um made aware of this word. I'd never heard the word ecclesia before. Uh, I mean, it's close. It's obviously a root word of, um, of um, ecclesia. It would be the American pronunciation mm-hmm. of Ecclesiastes. If you've, mm-hmm. you know, if anyone's familiar with the book of Ecclesiastes, what do you know about ecclesia, Hannah? Well, <laughs> I'm, 
I'm in love with language. And so I like to look at like etymologies. And so whenever you see ek at the beginning of a word, um, it, it is somehow, uh, it is somehow connected to the word out, uh, going out, staying out, being out. Um, and so for instance, ecclesia, that calling out, calling people out together to gather. Um, and that is and what you said about the biblical meaning and the, and the transformation of that. I, I think that's right. <laughs> I believe that's what I, what I know about that word, but think about the word ecstasy. Ecstasy mm -hmm. is, um, it's ek and then stasi, like ek is out. Ek is out. And then the rest of the word, uh, which it doesn't sound like the old Greek now, but it means to place. So, uh, so ex, to be outside of oneself mm -hmm. is ecstasy. And then if think about the word ecstatic, it's from the Greek ecstaticos. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it just means it's, it means to depart from. Uh, so characterized kind of by these intense emotions, uh, but to be outside of oneself. And actually that's a you know, that's a phrase that I, I say a lot, gosh, I'm, I am outside myself, <laughs> but all these ek words mean out. And I do think that that's one of the, that's one of the images that I really like about the word ecclesia is that we are called out from the norms and the traditions that are holding us in this one place. Mm -hmm. uh, we are called out from those things in order to be transformative and to transform. Um, and so that's what I love about the word ecclesia. And there's a lot that we could do with that and learn from learn from that word. So going forward, um, what do you think are some of the things that are going to be important to talk about together? Have you thought about that a little? Hmm. Um, you know, a really, a very real conversation, and I think it's timely, is uh, if you refer to the rise of religious pluralism in America that is happening, is that, that is so, people don't know what that is. Uh, it's mm -hmm. almost scary. And I think in some people's inherited traditions, they may have been discouraged from getting to know the neighbor that is not of the same belief system. Uh, they may have felt um, a little that they were going to be called out or chastised if they said, Hey, I have a really good buddy he just happens to be Muslim or Hindu or, um, practices Buddhism. Um, you know, it, it, so they kind of keep that to themselves or when they have expressed that they may have encountered pushback. And so, um, I think one of the conversations that is going to be important to have is, is why do we need to get to know our neighbor better? Why do we need to actually learn about each other's faith traditions? How can that benefit and strengthen my own journey, my own walk as a Christian? Because I know it does. Um, and I have stories to tell of that already, but that's something that people tend to be um, resistant to. And I think it's just fear of the unknown, um, but it's becoming more real now. There was a number of like one third of all American households are religiously pluralistic, 
Um, and they, they may be, they may be, um, ecumenical. I mean, it may be two Christians of completely different traditions. I don't know if that number was that I, that seemed a little high to me to literally be an interfaith marriage. Um, but still there you go. There's people coming from all different faith traditions and how do we, how do we make that work? How do we be more loving to our neighbor? Um, the good Samaritan I don't care where you come from in whatever tradition, everybody knows the story of the Good Samaritan, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a great example of God's desire for us to care for each other, regardless of our beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and all of this amounts to us being able to make progress together, feel connected to one another, uh, do justice together, um, and really feel that we belong to one another the way that I believe we should be feeling. And so hopefully, hopefully we uh, are on the right track and that we keep these conversations alive and shifting and transforming um, and just take seriously our call to be open and uh, genuine and curious. Yes. Curious. Curiosity around faith. Yeah. Amen. So friends, we want to learn from you uh, and we want to hear your stories and we want to be in conversation with you and your experiences. So if you are feeling nudged, um, please send us an email, send us your story of of your spirituality or your inherited faith or um, your curiosities right now. We'll have other topics to ask for, but for now we're, we're just, we'd like to hear about your your world and your experiences. So if you have, if you're feeling nudged, go ahead and send us an email at share, which is S-H-A-R-E, share at ecclesialove.com. Ecclesialove is E-K-K-L-E-S-I-A. So share at ecclesialove.com. And we want to hear from you. And so we'll share some of those stories that we receive and some of those experiences. And we'll be able to hold those in conversations as we keep diving deeper into our curiosities. You've been listening to Ecclesia Love, a podcast by the inclusive and loving faith community of Ecclesia Global, a nonprofit supporting the journey of spiritual transformation for all people. Be inspired to greater curiosity and faith by visiting ecclesialove.com.